Welcome back to the Football Zone with Nick Matone. I'm Woody Brown. And this has been a massive week in the realm of football. It really uh, has. The really Ballon d'Or. Ballon d'Or, yeah. The gold ball in French is what it means. Ballon exactly. d'Or. Uh, ceremony just happened. And some would say there were there was a robbery there. Some would say. I wouldn't say that, but some would say. Not, not a literal robbery. Nobody's jewelry was taken. <laughs> this isn't the Colorado versus UCLA game. <laughs> I did see that. Um, different type of football, though. That is a different type of football. And um, the winner. Robbery. There has been a robbery, in my opinion. Uh, you, you. Oh, of course. Yeah. So you. Of course, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stand up gonna, for my guys. Exactly. You're gonna take the side of robbery, and I will obviously take the side of a non-robbery towards who actually won the Ballon d'Or. So Lionel Messi, the greatest to ever touch foot on a soccer on a soccer pitch, or a football pitch, excuse me, um, has won the Ballon d'Or. And eighth, eighth time. Eighth time. That's, that's insane. That's nuts. Though, honestly, in my opinion, two of them he, do, he didn't deserve. Uh, Lewandowski in 2020. And then, well, there was no 2020, but uh, or, 2021. Or I meant 20. You're right. 2021. You. And Lewandowski would have won it in 2020. So Lewandowski, yeah. So Lewandowski would have won 2020, but he didn't have that good of a season. In, like, he still had a good season in 2021. Or didn't they win, like, the sex topple? No. When did oh. they did they win the Champions League in 20? Oh, they could have won the Champions League in 2021. They won it like the first COVID year. Yeah, I so I think so I think they did. But like in terms of how Lewandowski played, if I seem to remember right, obviously 2020, no debate there. Lewandowski would have won the Ballon d'Or. And I do think it was a robbery because they said that like, it was weird because they played every single game that they during the COVID season. But then they said, oh, we can't have a Ballon d'Or. Because it's COVID, and then it's like, why are we playing every game this season? Exactly. There's no Ballon d'Or at the end. It's kind of that doesn't seem fruitful. Yeah, it doesn't. So I 100% agree. He would have won that 2020. He played insane, but then like 2021, like people kind of forget how well Messi played. That was was that his last? That was his last season at Barcelona. Yes. And he and that he, was the, that he, was the Copa America year. Copa America. Did he? Did they win the La Liga that season, or was it Atletico Madrid? No, that was Atletico Madrid. But he's but Messi carried that awful Barcelona team. I mean that team was really bad. This Stinky. was this was when like Komen was um, man- managing the club. Wow, yeah, I so forgot that, about that lad. So that was when the club was really at its worst. Um, so obviously, so I think that wasn't a robbery in twenty twenty one, and I don't think it was a robbery here. In 2023, I think I disagree because Holland was the best player on the best team in the world. Um, he just shattered the Premier League all-time goal-scoring record. Shat- shattered is a strong word. He beat it. He beat. He beat it. What was it by? Like it was by four goals. I thought. <clears throat> I won't call that shattering. I would call that shattering just because of how long that record stood. And Salah had the record for goal scored. No, it was Shearer's record. Well, that was Shearer in a 40-game Premier League season. If you're talking about 38 Premier League season. Well, th- then that makes that all too, all all the more impressive, that he got more goals than well, so, Shearer in less games. Well, so, so he beat Salah's um, by about four goals, like you said. Um, and that record's not that old. And it's, it, it would, yeah. and it's like, it's impossible to, like, even contest with Shearer's because we don't even play that many games. So that, that's like a weird thing. To mention in terms of beating Shearer's. 
Well, but still, it's more impressive that he beat Shearer's because Shearer played more games. Yeah, but that was like, I don't okay, know. But it's difficult still, to compare the two. Still, still, Holland had an amazing year. They won the Prem after, you know, not... After being down many, I think it was like nine points, Woody. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, it was nine, po- it was, it was nine points with three games in hands. Yeah, but th- we were down more. It was like it was like 12 at one point, I think. So you still had like... Th- you, people seem to forget that you guys had like three games in hand throughout like throughout the year. Yeah, something like that. But we were, st- we were still down. Holland led us to a come-up uh, along with the rest of the Man City team who actually won Men's Club of the Year at this Ballon d'Or. It did. I mean, when you win the treble, you win the treble. You win the yeah club of the year. I mean, yeah. And I don't know. I believe Holland should have won. What do you believe? Messi should have won. Honestly, it, it's one of those that can go either way. But I, I don't think it was his year, Messi. You know. Um. I don't. I mean, if you look at previous Ballon d'Ors, it's not out of fashion. Messi winning the Ballon right. d'Ors. Farewell. If you take a Luka Modric winning it in 2018, still if you're looking at Nedved winning it in whatever year, it's like 04, right? 05, something like that. Like if you look at them, they did like Nedved scored 14 goals and 12 assists in the Ballon d'Or time frame. Like there's a time frame in the season where it goes towards Ballon d'Or, and in that time frame, Nedved scored 14 goals and assisted 12 compared to Thierry Henry's. 30 goals, 30 assists season. Yeah. And he still came second. Yeah. So it's not out of fashion that the person who won the World Cup, who who led their team to like a really strong World Cup performance, wins the Ballon d'Or. Agreed. And, you know, it's, it's still not to say that Messi, like, obviously playing in Liga doesn't, ha- doesn't help and will get behind that with Kylian Mbappe as well, who will never win a Ballon d'Or if he stays in Liga. But... Messi still had a great year in Liga. Like, he still won Liga. He still, like, most assists. You know, I think probably third top goal scorer. So it's like, people say, oh, he won it for the World Cup, which is true. But he also had an outstanding club year. Agree. I would agree, but I still think Holland had a better resume this past year than Messi. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's- because City's first first treble ever, first Champions League ever, it's historic, and and he he broke two records, so. But it's it's true that Messi's PR team is undefeated. Yeah, I mean ESPN FC. Yeah, I mean like PR football well, I mean, is crazy. Well, it's just like the Ballon d'Or isn't voted on by fans; it's voted on by a bunch of journalists. And because of how dominant Messi has been, he's got all them journalists on their side. So I do agree that past years and all that contributed. But, like, it's still not taking away from Messi's performances. And I just think that, I mean, I, I don't know how much more Haaland could have done to win the Ballon d'Or. Exactly. Like, he kind of had the best year. Yeah. And he's 22. He, he, he had the best club year you could have. But when you're going against the all-time go, it's like... It's, it's hard to... It really know. does. It really doesn't mean anything if you're going up against that and, guy. And this will be Messi's last Ballon d'Or. It will. He, I think that he mentioned that in his speech. It will be his last Ballon d'Or, which is, you know, sad to see Ronaldo and Messi, you know, leaving the stage of dominance. But and uh, you know, the new cats are on the rise. But I, I, I feel blessed to have watched them. Yeah, and I also feel blessed to get to watch these new players that are coming in and just dominating. 
I think, I, I think we have to talk about Jude. Yeah. I mean, he won the Copa Trophy, which is like the young the young player's Ballon d'Or, kind of. And I mean, he's been tearing it up in La Liga. I still think that he kind of drops some mid-performances, but then he scores. But my, apart from Barcelona, the performance he put in Barcelona, I mean, that was the performance of a 28-year-old in his prime. Right. And this guy's 20. I mean, that that goal he scored to win it in the 90, what was this, fifth no, minute? Something like that. was just ridiculous. I mean, exactly. I mean, he's my brother's age. What's my brother doing right now? He's like, he's just probably sitting around. What is he doing? Well, like, and then you got Jude Bellingham training right now. Being he's, the ba- li- being, he's living in Madrid, playing like, for, he's one of the new Galacticos. Like, he really is. He's play, Yeah, he's playing at the top of his game, but... I feel like everyone kind of envies him, but, you know, that's de- hard work, dedication. Yeah. You can't hate the guy. You cannot hate the guy. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, World Cup PR, it helps a lot in terms of how you do in Ballon d'Or. So, obviously, Emmy Martinez won the Yashin Trophy, but Bonu... Um, Bonu? Yeah. Bono. Bono. Bonu. Bonu. Something like that. Bonu ranked higher than him in Ballon d'Or rankings. Yeah, it's like so. It's just like World Cup. World Cup PR is a very real thing, and it influenced a lot of decisions. Got you in this past one. So, anyway, Messi might go. And now let's move on to the Premier League. Um, because this past weekend there was a massive game. It was the Manchester Derby, one of my favorite games of the year. It's not really and a derby. Is it? Can we even call it a derby anymore? I mean, it's only a rivalry if it's competitive, right? Like, exactly. This this ain't no rivalry. Holland was clearly. Enthrall or enthralled is not the right word. He was clearly angered by that Ballon d'Or, um, you know, because there was news early that it was going to be Messi's mm-hmm. before Sunday, yeah. and he put up one of his best performances for a City shirt, uh, two goals and an assist against United, a rivalry, our rivalry, rivalry, our rivalry club, one of those goals being a penalty, but still, nine point two rating on FotMob. Just a crazy, crazy performance in an important match for City as we had we were kind of slipping, um, you know, after a loss to Arsenal in mm. the weeks past. Is it that impressive that you're beating Man United when they're starting uh, Johnny Evans at centre-back? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, I'm not taking away from Erling Haaland's performance. It was... I mean, it was just a Man City masterclass, really. Yeah, and United are a little bit injury-ridden, aren't they? They are, but there's just so much. I mean, we don't even have enough time to dive into how kind of mudded they are, honestly. Casemiro, Emi Martinez, Luke Shaw, uh, Malasia, Aaron Wan-Bissaka, all out until late November. Is, Casem- is Casemiro like a red card, though? No, it's an ankle injury. Hmm. So it's it's really, really interesting, the Prem right now, since neither Ar- Arsenal, Man City... You know, any of the big four that you can think of, Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool, United, Chelsea, none of them are in the top spot right now. It's actually Tottenham Hotspurs, who under their new manager are cooking. They are cooking. They're playing great football. I mean, they've taken Harry Kane out of their squad, and they look better than ever, really. It's it's, it's honestly astounding. James, James Madison is probably the best Premier League signing this year. Yeah, this year. I'd agree. Um, I mean, and if you take away Erling Haaland, he's probably been the best Premier League signing by a club for the past five years. Mm, Julian Alvarez is one that comes to mind. Twenty million, like yeah, but yeah, Madis was like 
40. 40. He was 40, and he's cooking. I agree. I, w- I wouldn't – for a backup strike, I don't think you could say I mean, that. he's been starting a lot this year at the 10. I know, but, like, I, w- I still look at him as kind of, like, a second option. I know, like, he's kind of coming out of that role, but I would say that Madison was a better buy for Tottenham than no, no, no. Julian Alvarez is I, for I City. I agree. I just think – I just think – for 20 M's, um, Julian, Julian Alvarez has been a steal. That's that's all. But you, you, just, love, you, you. you just love Julian Alvarez. How can you hate him? Uh, I don't know. I mean, all I know is Arsenal beat City. That's all I know. It's calm. But yeah, no, Tottenham have already been cooking. Um, Chelsea, I mean, I don't, even, I don't even really want to talk about Chelsea. That's how embarrassing it is. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're more embarrassing than United. But yeah. At least United are top half of the table. Chelsea are sitting in a calm 11th place, even though, you know, they've won their last two Premier... Or, no, they haven't. That's they, a lie. They lost, and then they drew their last two Premier League games. But before that, they won three in a row for the first time in a very, very long time against I, Fulham, Burnley, and Brighton. Yeah, I just... Uh, I just, some, just Chelsea have just... Since Roman Abramovich left, it's been downhill, downhill, downhill. Yeah, but I don't even know how, like, I don't even know how to blame, um, like, an owner leaving. Like, yeah, I don't even know how to, like, because he has brought in a ton of players. And I think that might be the issue. They've brought in so many players. Too many. Like, imagine that locker room. It's like 30 people all competing for a spot. At what point do you just lose motivation? Uh, I mean, I think it'll be. I think it'll definitely be interesting when Nkuku comes back. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm actually. Yeah, I'm excited to see how he performs because he was performing well in the uh, preseason. But yeah, I mean, Chelsea are just. Cole, look- Cole Palmer has been playing very solid for them. Um, yeah, he's. I mean, he's a he's a bright figure in a dark dark team. Man City Academy alum. He was like myself. Woody Brown actually did play for the Manchester City did, Academy. I actually did play with Cole Palmer, linking up with him. Bang, bang, bang. You don't know about that. Bish bosh. Yeah, and I think the bottom three right now, Luton, Town, Burnley, and Sheffield United, I think that's just going to stay how it is. I don't really see anyone else going down apart from them three. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, I don't have I, anything else to say, but yeah, I agree. I just feel like they're just not, I mean, they're just not cut for the Premier League. And that's what's so difficult about newly promoted teams is... They, it's so difficult to play in the Prem. I mean, that's why it's the best league in the world. Um, yeah, because these clubs would, you know, I think they would find it easier to stay up in other leagues, but the yeah. Prem, no. You know, I, but I'm, I'm proud of Luton, you know? Five points for a team from, like, going all the way from the lowest division to the top division in the, way, in the fashion that they did. They're one of the best stories in Prem history, I think. Definitely. I mean, yeah, they're just really exciting, and I'm I'm proud of them. But we'll see you in the championship next year, bud. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be. They're gonna be in the championship. So, the Champions League will return next week. I'm uh, loving it. I'm loving watching Arsenal on a Tuesday. Arsenal against Sevilla. Now, this isn't the Europa League anymore. Even though you know, some would think that Arsenal versus Sevilla that would be a Europa League game. I based would. On I would not past. Think so. Uh, performances. But I would not think that. Let's let's go through let's go through some of the games and Woody, you're gonna make some rapid fire predictions. You okay. have like two seconds to predict. Two seconds. Okay, Atletico Madrid versus Celtic. Atletico Madrid. 
Lazio versus Feyenoord. Lazio. Dortmund versus Newcastle. Newcastle. Milan versus PSG. PSG. Uh, I can see him. RB Leipzig. Krevna Zvezda versus RB Leipzig. Woody chose Leipzig. Yeah. City versus Young Boys. Young Boys. Are you that? Are you serious? Yep. Young Boys. Shakhtar Donetsk versus Barcelona. Barcelona. Porto versus Royal Antwerp. Porto. Bayern Munich versus Galatasaray. Bayern Munich. I actually am going with Galatasaray. Coben, mm. because Bayern Munich, okay, side tangent. Bayern <sighs> Munich just lost to a third, division, a third team. division team. To put that into another sport, that's like Duke beating the Denver Nuggets. That may not sound crazy to you, but that's crazy. That, or, is, that is crazy. Or that's like, that's like University of Washington beating like the Chiefs. Uh, oh, yeah, I was thinking basketball, but yeah, that's like UW versus beating like. No, that's like Eagles. The, that's like Vanderbilt beating the Eagles. Wow. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Arsenal versus Sevilla. Arsenal. Sevilla. Sevilla are gonna win. Arsenal. Uh, PSV Eindhoven versus Lens. Lens. Napoli. That's actually. I actually think Eindhoven will win. That's gonna be probably one of the most competitive games outside of oh, the PSV Club been of Death. PSV have been stinking out the da- the gaff. Have they? They have. Have they, Woody? Yeah. They are top of the Netherlands League, Eredivisie. They also bottom of the championship group. That is two what points. it is. Napoli versus Union Berlin. Napoli. Real Madrid versus Braga. Real Madrid. But I think that's going to be like a 1-0 game and like Jude Bellingham is going to score in the 90th minute. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Real Sociedad versus Benfica. Benfica. Mm. And last but not least, RB Salzburg versus Inter Milan. Into Milan. Bang. You heard it from the man himself. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's just not even hot takes. That's just ball knowledge, I guess. Yeah, and I think it's going to be more interesting once we get to the knockout stages. Make sure you tune into the Football Zone to hear our Champions League predictions later on. But, Woody, right now, who is winning the Champions League? I think Real Madrid are going to do it. I just think they just, I think they know how to win. They know how to win um, after not winning the previous year. I don't think City going to go back to back. I agree. My, obviously, my heart's going to say Arsenal, but my brain's going to say Real Madrid. I just think just the Galacticos that they have, I just think. Yeah, I feel that. No one's stopping them. See, my heart says City, yeah. but my brain says Bayern Munich, even though they just lost this third-tier team. That's, <laughs> that's just a bit of banter. But still, I think they're one of the most well-rounded teams. Harry Kane is a madman. Harry Kane! Harry Kane! Um, no, he is. He's good. Good for England. That's all I care about now. Yeah. No, he's a. He's no longer a uh, Tottenham player, Woody. So. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I like. I already like. I used to hope that he does bad in club, then good for England. But now I don't really care how he does in club, and hope he does well for England, like yeah. he usually does. So, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Football Zone with Nick Martone and Woody Brown. And thank you everyone for listening and tuning in into eighty-eight nine The Bridge, KMIH, Mercer Island.